Thanksgiving Day's been put away And the final leaves have floated to the ground But landing on a bed of snow feels warm somehow Welcome to Snyder On Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we are here to ring in 2020. A bit prematurely. Well, by the time we finish post- Yeah, by the time this thing edits, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's going to be post-production. Yeah. This is a podcast for women produced by Ann Snyder and Julie Snyder. We are not related. At all. But we have known each other almost two decades now. That's true. Yeah. This podcast was a hobby, and it sort of gained momentum. And then our careers, our lives... It sort of has fits and starts, wouldn't you say? True enough. And our our 20th anniversary will actually be (laughs) in February 2020. Really? So maybe we got to brand out like a special logo. (laughs) Call marketing. A lot of people, and we know because we follow the analytics, have been going onto the Snyder On Call Podbean site or on our Facebook page and checking to see... When and where are we going to post our next podcast? The cry and call for the next episode or episodes is really resonating with us. And it's not that we don't have the content. It's just about having the time. And that's one thing we focus on here at Snyder on Call is making time. We are here. We have really ended December after many parties. The Mm. month began with a trip to New York City. (laughs) is ending with house guests. Right now, this house has three children, three dogs, husband gone. Right. He right, left. He, right. He's back to work. My kid's here. Your kid's here. Your son-in-law's here. Um, we are on our seventh load of dishwasher dishes. Since when? This morning? From, <laughs> from a party that we did, a Christmas Day open house. So two days ago, and you're still doing dishes. Oh I God. mean, that's still nuts. That's still. nuts. And I'm just about ready to take down the decor. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. maybe put up a few Valentine's things. Oh, for Christ's sake. Now, will you keep it up through Christmas, through New Year's Eve? Mm. Or no? I feel like this I weekend. I might this weekend. This I weekend might just, yeah. is an excellent opportunity to rip it all down. But, of course, you put it up like the day after Halloween. So I put it up. And remember, Thanksgiving came late. This whole season, I've lost a week. I can tell. Yeah. And the one thing I have not done yet is send out cards. So we're going to do a 2020 Happy New Year card. Oh, nice. But I do have some cards that we've received. And, uh, oh, it is a competition. I have found, it's a competition for real, but I have also found that this year, more than any other, that I'm seeing a lot of e-cards and, like, Facebook greetings that, that would have been the card had it manifested into a paper mailer. But people just have run out of time, and they've had things come up, and they've been busy, busy, busy. So whatever the card would have been coming USPS is now on the good old Facebook or Instagram. I took a picture New Year's Eve. No, Christmas Eve 
of my three children and my son-in-law in front of the tree. Nice. And I forbade, is that a word? Forbade, yeah, forbade them. them. I said, do not even post because this, this could be the 2020 card. <laughs> and then I just have to find a picture of myself and my husband. And there was one, actually two different shots of us at weddings okay. over this past year. But I'm also saying you take great photos at all the fancy parties you go to. You can't yeah. drudge one of them up in a green dress. I gotta find oh, something. So, so anyway. Find one in the yellow dress. That <sighs> real pretty yellow dress bell ringer. That was a bell ringer. That was that was 30 pounds ago, ma'am. Well, yeah. <laughs> so that's another item actually. Yeah. Um, in addition to <laughs> yeah. Happy New Year, we're gonna do we're going to do, I'm not even going to call it weight loss. I'm just going to call Journey. it reset. I'm just going to call it we're going to get back on track. Yeah. Because that train has derailed. <laughs> for real. I know, but I, I mean, I'm at the point now where I am so ready to just go lean green. Yeah. Four cups of mean. Because <laughs> I can't drink. No. If I see one more cookie. Not if, one more drop. If and, I oh. see one more glass of wine. Bread or potato thing with uh, cheese. or bleh. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready. So we're getting ready to launch into a new decade. There's no better time than to relaunch Snyder on Call. We should really make a commitment right here and now oh, to do our episodes more regularly because I think we owe that to our, well, they're our li- not they're listeners. listeners. I mean, you don't want to see this. All right. Well, listen, we're going to come right back because uh, we're going to talk about New York City. And Ooh. that could really be its own episode. So we'll see how it goes. Thanks for listening. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. And this is Snyder, Snyder on Call. We've said goodbye to all the friends and family we'll soon see again. Go to sleep and wake up to a brand new scene. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie Snyder. And we are going to talk a little bit about a trip that we took at the beginning of December to New York City. But before we do that, Ann, yes. I want to just talk for a minute about house guests. And oh, yeah. we are two days after Christmas. <laughs> we are up in studio. We are isolated. We have the dog. We're in a soundproof booth. <laughs> And it is magnificent. And I'm telling you, I mean, I, I, and my daughters don't even listen to this, so I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I love them both, and it's great to have them here. And I, my son-in-law is an angel. It's a delight. But I'm telling you, like, to have the house, and this is a big house. We've got three oh floors. we got three and a half baths. Back, I mean, we're Back room, front room, side room. But I have just about had it. <laughs> I have made... Pots and pots and pots of coffee. Oh not I, the good stuff. You're I, not giving them. Yeah, the, they're getting the Javelia. Well, that's why they're staying. <laughs> that's good coffee. And I've had to run and buy more cream, more bagels. I'm telling you. You I, want them to leave? Run, the, run out of toilet paper. The amount of toilet paper I've had. I had to get <laughs> mega rolls. And I, it's still nobody changes out but me. No, nobody, nobody knows how. Adult, no one knows how. Adult children, nobody knows. And I mean, I just cannot. I mean, as much as I love having them, I've, I had to open the windows, <laughs> change the air. I yeah. mean, with all the dogs uh, and stuff, I've just. Had how it. are you doing that with all that allergies? Uh, uh, you know what? It caught up with me yesterday. I just, 
even with my Zyrtec, and even though supposedly... You're not washing it down with Prosecco, are you? <laughs> <laughs> that could be a problem. Well, the Prosecco is so good. Do you know how many people brought me Prosecco Yeah, this probably summer? every single person that walked through the gates. Every, every house guest, every hostess gift. You've they, been pretty vocal about your enjoyment of oh the Prosecco. So. And as much as I love the LaMarca Prosecco, there are a couple of other brands that have surfaced. That you've dabbled in. They're quite good. Wow. Well, we love having our children back home, uh, but you do sort of reach a point where it's time for everybody to yeah. go. And my one daughter wanted to know, when was I going to, what's it called when you redo something? Not Ren- refurbish. Renovate. Uh, renovate, re- reform. Refresh, refurbish, renew. Refurbish. This, her bedroom in here with the twin bed. What? She said she. Remodel. Yeah, remodel. She wants, the daughter wants a full on, either fuller queen bed. Mm-hmm. She says the twin. For the three times a year she comes home yeah, to visit? No. The twin's too small. No. And honestly, I said before I do the bed, I got to scrape off that stupid. Do you remember in the day when you would paint your walls one color? Mm. And the way you would finish the room would be put a wallpaper border. With the border. wallpaper border, yeah. <laughs> wow. It's all coming down I in there. I didn't notice it. Yeah, it's there. And I'm like, uh. I'm not going to get a new bed before. I pulled down all the border. I tell you right now, you farm that project out to your husband and let him know that he can Ooh, he can plaster he and, can plaster and he can purge some of that shalou. All right, that's that's Christmas Day for that guy. Now the armoire in my daughter's room has tons of old photos, negatives. Ugh, put them in a Rubbermaid tote and take them up to the attic. And seventeen of my pocketbooks. With the other 23 in Pull this room. Pull out the pocketbook. Send those pictures up to the seat of right. closet because then we'll know where to get them for the funeral board. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, what my father says now. Every time takes, every time, <laughs> every time someone takes a picture of him now, he'll say, is that a good one for the funeral board? Oh, my God. <laughs> now, did you have house guests? Where did no. your sister stay? My did sister, she come in? She did not come. Wow. She, uh, this is Christmas number two as a divorcee. Seattle so, Slough. Mm-hmm. So she spent uh, Christmas in her marital mansion. Does she have a boyfriend? She's dating a guy. <gasps> dating. They spent. She spent the t- uh, holidays at home, and her children came from their respective colleges. And then today or tomorrow, they are all making a pilgrimage to, is it Dallas where the Winter Classic is happening? That hockey game on oh, New Year's Day? Maybe, maybe. So I think they're all going to that. And then my, my nephew is at college in Texas, and my niece goes to LSU in, in Baton Rouge. Perfect. Um, I heart Joe Burrow, by the way. Wow. He's super cute. Anywho, then they're going to head down that and kill some time around there until everybody goes back to school. And is she going to head back over then here go- to upstate New no, York? No, no. We'll see in the spring. We'll see in the spring. Well, this time of year, we have visitors. We have guests. First of all, if you have a guest room, never a bad idea to fluff or not. I went and did buy a new duvet cover. Nice. And some pillow shams just to give a little well, a little you're, refresh. Your room up on three with the bathroom, that, that gets a lot of activity between your parents, your sister-in-law, your and daughter. And all of my like, son's friends when they do sleepovers. There's oh, like sure. five of them up there. Yeah, I'd be so up there. So it's good to refresh, and I do love the idea of just making your home a welcome place for people to come and visit. 
and always have fresh linens, have water at the bedside. You like to do uh, a little towels, bouquet. Towels, a little bouquet, a little tussie mussy. The, the mussy tussie. <laughs> anyway, long before the house guests arrive, come beginning of December, there was a make-a-wish trip, if you will. I, you can't even call it a trip. It was an adventure. Oh, my God. And I saved for Anne oh, the written itinerary. Oh, so we can back into yes. it and see if anything has actually, if, if it played out it as did. outlined. So what we're going to do, Anne, we're going to take a break. Mm-hmm. And when we come back, we're going to talk about relive it. the Rockefeller Center tree lighting gala trip. From start to bottom, it was a Snyder on-call dream come true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Ann Snyder. I'm Julie Snyder. We'll be right back. Then suddenly, Rockefeller's covered in the lights. Families are playing on the ice. From Harlem to the Battery, every corner's bustling. Suddenly, it's Christmas in Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie. And I'm Anne. As you know, when I take a trip, I put together an itinerary. Yes. Especially if it's a, quote, pleasure trip. (laughs) Because nothing is worse than to make a trip like this to New York City or Vegas or Williamsburg or Naples, Florida. Or the Grand Canyon. Or the Grand Canyon. (laughs) And to not have an itinerary and to have some semblance of construct. It's a roadmap of a different sort. It is. So, Anne, why don't you take us through the itinerary for the trip that I was the winning bidder for (laughs) a getaway to see the tree lighting at Rockefeller Plaza. Well, is it, it Rockefeller Plaza it, or Rockefeller Center? It's Rockefeller Center. 30 Rock. 30 Rock. I don't know. Okay. Anywho, it really was a VIP experience as as offered. As built. Yes. As with any trip, Milady likes to pick me up at my house and then we drive to the airport and we park where she's got some kind of corporate card that allows us access and very little human interaction, which I love. <laughs> you just pull in. It's called spot parking. and the parking spot. Parking spot. And I you, pay personal, but I'm allowed the corporate discount, you, even for personal use. True enough. And you wave, Swipe your, in. W- wave your barcode and Angry Mary in the booth waves you through. Go to row G. <laughs> That's the only human interaction. Uh, except when the guy comes to load your crap onto the trolley. <laughs> so, of course, my suitcase a little bit bigger, and so we have to check our bags. So we get over to airport, we check bags, we TSA right on through because Miss Julie is not an idiot. I got TSA pre-check, and when you buy <laughs> tickets together, everyone in your party goes TSA pre-check. Anne was not used to not taking off her shoes. Yeah, I mean, I've done TSA before, but this was a real delight. Uh, so once through security, we Miss Julie feel like she got to show me the club at our local airport. Priority where, pass. Where she is an exclusive member through one of her crazy Ritz- cards. Ritz-Carlton Visa with an annual fee of $399. Gets me unlimited access to priority clubs around the world. (laughs) And what that includes, friends, is free booze and free food and a clean 
clean washroom. Yes. And it was delightful. And comfortable chairs. Now, there is a seedy element in there of, like, the angry business traveler guy. Yeah. Um, but remember the woman with the Super Bowl ring and the yeah. Chanel bag? I think she was she, a scout. She was making deals. She was she was hard. She was on her laptop. She had the thing plugged into bar. her ear. At and the she bar. was drinking wine. She tipped with a 20 and asked him if he had changed, and he said no. And she said, well, Merry Christmas. And she left. Wow. So great. She was pretty powerful. Mm, She was on our flight. She was on our radar. (laughs) Where all the powerful women fly. So once comfortably seated on our Delta flight to LaGuardia, which for fellow travelers. Don't go to LaGuardia for the next two years. It's still under construction. And if you want to take a cab, you have to get on the shuttle bus and go to another terminal, which is in another county. Now, let's talk about that experience just for a minute. So we take our shuttler. We get our bigs. We take our shuttler. Comfort class. Over to the the taxi cab station at LaGuardia, where it's a sea of humanity. But you don't need to speak English or any other language to understand. Just wait, (laughs) wait in the queue line until the angry person tees up your cab. So before we get there, we have to take the shuttle from main terminal. Terminal 1 to Terminal 2. Which is essentially like a big, gigantic bus. For those with little kids, think about if you're on the Disney Magic Express going from Magic Kingdom to, like, one of your little hotels at, like, an o'clock at night. It's standing room only. People have suitcases. There's big strollers. There's crying children. And there's, like, an accordion center seam because when it goes around a corner, it has yeah. some gift It's, like, to two it. or three buses linked together by some plastic. <laughs> so we all get on. We're sardines. Miss Julie and I ride up front by the driver. A, across from each across other. Across from each other. A, because it's safe. Yeah. And, and B, because we want to see every person getting on this thing with us. And we want our luggage right next to us mm-hmm. or in front of us. So I there's three seats on my side of the tram, and I'm in seat one, another lady in seat two, and she's got her bag on seat three. Now... It's getting more crowded by the minute. We are almost at capacity <laughs> when a woman gets on with, well, two, with with two big gigantic suitcases by the by. Wait, the first thing is at some point the woman turns to Anne and says Oh yeah. At one oh, point lady yeah. in seat two turns to me and says should I move my bags and stuff? And I'm like, don't do it. We are not letting anyone else sit with us. This is tight enough. We've got our bags. Don't worry about it. Don't. We don't want anyone sitting with us. Anne tells her, like, just hold your ground, <laughs> I bitch. Said, <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't call her a bitch, but I said, stay, hold, steady, now, steady. I'm across. I'm across, and I'm just being quiet, because, like, when Anne starts giving advice, like a side talker. <laughs> to strangers. To strangers. So, so the, shut, the shuttler bus is getting another <laughs> it's getting really, real crowded. So this woman gets on with these two big black suitcases and an angry look on her face. She angry. So the bus driver says, could we please move all the way to the back of the bus? Any open seats, let's fill them in. Like yeah. We've, we've got to get folks. You I've know. got people still getting on and I know there's room in the back. So the angry lady with the two big suitcases <laughs> says she comes to sit by me and or she stand she by was me. standing right by you and right she said in the in the thickest New York angry 
accent. Are you gonna say anything to the lady who's holding a seat with her bags? God, I hate that! (laughs) She starts screaming at the mouse next to me about having her stuff on the seat. How rude is that? What do you think? Who do you think you are that you're gonna just leave your stuff there? People wanna sit down! People, your stuff is on the seat! So the mouse says, Oh my gosh, would you like to sit down? And she moves her stuff onto her lap. Then angry local says, no, no, I don't want to sit, but I'm just saying, I hate that. God, it's just rude. So then the guy next to Julie, who is an airport (laughs) worker riding from terminal to terminal. From Bushwick, Queens to Bushwick, Brooklyn. (laughs) He says to the angry local, do you you know her? Are you you friends with her? That's how you talk to your friend? And the lady says... (laughs) I don't know her. I don't know. God, thanks a lot. No, I don't know her. And I, that, then the Brooklyn <laughs> airport worker's like, geez, lady, that ain't nice. Geez, that's bold. He's like, this is New York. We don't talk to people like that. And she's like, I hate it. I just hate it. It's rude. The lady next to me, I think, peed a little. And like cried. She was almost she crying. She was crying. And I can't look at Anne because this was all Anne's fault. Because <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> no, because Anne, you should have told her when she first asked to move. Otherwise, angry New Yorker. So that was like our entree. So that was like shake and bake. And then that lady was behind us at the taxi cab stand, the angry lady. Angry lady. And nice crybaby lady was with us the next day. Day when we went to Kelly and Ryan. Hilarious. She was in line for Kelly and Ryan. Oh, my God. So, anywho, we get into the city. We get to our beautiful hotel, which is the Mark, M-A-R-K, and it's where the Kardashians stayed when they went to the Met Gala. Madison and 77th. It was. Very Upper East Side. Very nice. Super, super understated. We're going to tell you all about check-in. And what was going to be check out mm-hmm. when we come back. I'm Julie Snyder. And we're I'm... we're gonna go to the Big Apple. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas in New York. Rockets are warming up their kicks. Radio City sold out of all of their tickets. The window... Well, welcome back to Snyder on Call. This is the Big Apple story. We went to New York City. Two tickets, airfare accommodation for two nights, which I had prepaid for the third night, knowing that two nights would not be enough for us. (laughs) It included a gala the night that the Rockefeller Center tree is lit. And what else did it include? Just the airfare, the hotel, and the gala tickets. But we we enhanced in the dinner. We enhanced it with other Opportunities. So take me through night one. So we've checked in. We've checked into the beautiful Mark Hotel. We had requested two queen beds. But guess what? (laughs) No, no, no. Two queens in one queen. That's right. When they see Mrs. Snyder and Mrs. Snyder checking in, they think we're on our honeymoon trip again. So, but we don't care. We don't care because we we thought it was going to be a king, but it was it was a New York queen. It was a beautiful, spacious, luxurious hotel room. The bathroom, gigantic marble, floor to ceiling, twin sinks, so many amenities, beautiful towel rack, turn down service with you know little pedifors and Evian water every night. It was amazing. It had a refrigerator, a freezer. That when I called for ice the first night. 
the bowman <laughs> brought a bucket of ice and put it into the freezer drawer, and there it sat for the whole trip. It was enough ice for the whole trip. It was enough ice for the there whole trip. There was one whole drawer. Like, picture that you're opening a drawer of your dresser, and it was just jam-packed full of any Tate, any kind Tate's, of snack. Tate's cookies, cashews. Oh, my God. Candy bars, little uh, fruit snacks. I mean, just like anything, anybody traveling. Wine, banana chips. liquor. There was a full bar. Glassware, crystal Ugh. wine glasses, crystal lowball glasses. I mean, it was... A corkscrew, a mini Sancerre bottle, a mini... Vive Kukla. Wolf. I mean, this was... <laughs> it was n- the way we like it. This was no Holiday Inn. That's for sure. So, so we were so happy. We checked in and we had made a dinner reservation for 8.30 at the famous... Well, at the, this was a hotel. Uh, this was a restaurant in the hotel by Jean Georges. So it was um, Jean Georges at the Mark. Yeah, Jean Jean Georges at the Mark. So if you're familiar with Jean Georges, he is a world famous chef. His cuisine is amazing. So Milady and I roll down to Jean Georges, the lobby, the lo- in the lobby, and we get ourselves a table for two. Now this is a Tuesday night. In New York. At 8.45. At 8.45 at night. In early December. I'm talking jam. Wall-to-wall. Packed wall-to-wall. People the in the lounge, the bar area, every table, like... Full. Full. And n- no disrespect, this you're not getting a Happy Meal in here. This is a high-end, really top-notch gourmet experience. And guess what? Full to the rim on a Tuesday with beautiful people. Beautiful I mean, people. celebs, and then us. Well, <laughs> we walk in with our jaws open because, first of all, we're like, it's so late. I hope they're still serving. Yeah. <laughs> well, guess what? Oh my gosh! I mean, they the were like highest end of the highest. Uh, end. It was so good. Professional athletes, agents, oh celebrities. God. I mean, younger women with old, fat, bald men on dates. It oh, was yeah. remember weird. Oh yeah. So we fill ourselves to the rim there, and then we, we had a beautiful. Oh, I, my so appe- good. My appetizer were little tiny baby bay scallops in a little skillet with butter and rosemary. Mm. And I can't even remember what my entree was. For the, I don't know what you, your entree. So I don't good. even know. It was so good. I got homemade we, pasta. We had delish. a bottle of rosé, and so it was great. wonderful. So we poured ourselves into our suite after that, and we went night night because the next day, look at schedule. Tell me what's on itinerary. Itinerary is coffee nearby hotel, then off to wait in line at Ryan and Kelly. Which is for those who, you, for those of you who work, it's a daytime television talk show that we were fortunate enough to. Originally Regis and Kathy Lee. Origi- originally Regis and Kathy Lee, then it was Regis and Kelly. Now it's Kelly and Ryan Seacrest, who are like in real life best buds. And this is ABC Studios, uh, up, see, Upper yeah, West. Upper West. And we had found through no fault of our own. <laughs> This unbelievable app. What's the name of the app, Ann? So if you ever go to New York, uh, Chicago, or One one iota or one. If you ever go to New York, Chicago, or Atlanta, New York, or L.A., and you want to be a guest at a game show, at a talk show, in a studio audience, you download this app called One Iota, number one 
and then I-T-A. And you can literally, depending on what city, you can request tickets for any show, The Voice, Late Night with Seth Meyers, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Good Morning America, Strahan, Sarah, and Kiki, Rachel, The View, Windy City Live in Chicago. So a huge selection. (laughs) NBC's New Year's Eve 2020. Are you kidding me? We could have done that. But live with Kelly and Ryan. We clicked on the app. And what you have to do is you have to create your a profile. They do ask for a headshot, so make sure you, you look good because that's the Did way you Did you submit get... a headshot of me, too? No, just oh. me. And then I requested two tickets. So they don't want ugly people. Well, you just have to put on a good face. Well, I was a bit skeptical. Although when we went to Mel Robbins, there were homeless people. That was nuts. <laughs> we'll get to Mel Robbins. But I was a bit skeptical about Ryan and Kelly when you told me I had to wear bright colors. Jewel tones. I was very, I had to go buy something. Because if I couldn't wear black, I was. Funeral, Johnny uh, Cash. Well, I'm just sorry. I Johnny Cash on the talk show. Sorry, not sorry. I was told to wear bright colors. Anywho, we wait in line for that. And guess what? Somehow, magically, we make friends. And we also end up in the second row. <laughs> right on the floor. Right on the floor. We we could have touched Kelly at one point. Oh, my God. So skinny. So skinny. Ryan Seacrest. They're both the same body They're type. tiny. They're you little people. You could put people. them in our pot. We would crush them. Now, if you watch the show back, know who's not tiny? Me and you. Because <laughs> like, when the show opens, they are right on us. And guess We've what? We've got to get a screenshot. Did your husband uh, yeah, does he still got have it? it? We got it. Larger than life. We're going to show you this because we could not believe Gelman. Now, if oh, you Gelman. have have grown up watching this show and always seen Gelman, Gelman literally stands two inches off camera with white poster board and a black Sharpie. And he is constantly writing them notes and holding it up. Ask about album. Ask about movie. Ask about crafting. He's also about 6'4". Yeah, skinny. And he weighs about 100 pounds. He really, his whole body has changed. In fact, I was just watching Ryan and Kelly today. They all went to Vegas. Oh, God. And Gelman's a big yoga guy now. So he's doing a Pilates, a yoga, a sensei, if you will. Whatever. So we could not believe this show and how much we had to clap and be happy. And Leah Michelle was the musical guest, and she was phenomenal. So we leave there, and guess what? Enough time has passed with us in the zip code that we've got to get right over directly. Cab to Mothership. Cab to the Mothership. And we pull up to Macy's, and we bust in there like we own it. And we do, because we we go first stop Santa Land. So we go up. Well, we didn't go first stop Santa Land. We did some a little bit of shopping. Did you want shoes? We were looking at shoes. We were looking all over. But I said, you know what? I can't come to New York City at Christmas and go to Macy's and not at least get eyes on the old man. So we go up to Santa Claus Village. Up on nine. So it's not like your regular department store where Santa is out for all to see on a big throne oh, and the no. line is. This is like behind the scenes experience. You of go the through, North Pole. Of the North Pole. You have to, first of all, you have to go to a kiosk and get get an entry time. But when you're with a Platinum Star Rewards member, you butt in line in front of all the little kids. I'm out. Radio City sold out of all of their tickets. The windows on Fifth Avenue. 
We had to take a quick break for technical reset, but you were saying how we got moved right to the front of the line. <laughs> it's and, Santa's Wonderland. And if you haven't done so already, read David Sedaris's Christmas book because David Sedaris, who wrote hilarious columns for The New Yorker, writes a story about how he, when he was unemployed, how he got a job as Santa's elf at Macy's. These people are all theater majors. They're greeting, they're happy, they're gleeful, and nothing is better than Salty Anne, like the (laughs) Grinch, walking through Santa's Wonderland, wanting to get her eyes on the old man. Well, I mean, it's... I think the people that work there are out of town or like out of work Broadway theater people or people who Disney didn't want. Seasonal workers. Seasonal workers (laughs) in goofy costumes trying to create joy and merriment and also never breaking character. And also make you buy all the photos, which we took a hard pass once we realized they couldn't crop. Once they couldn't edit and like crop and like shave some some weight (laughs) off of us. Like we, we took a hard pass. So after Macy's, we had to head right back to the mark to get ready for the tree lighting experience. It was amazing. And I think one of the most amazing parts about it was the New York City Police Department credentials that allowed us to get past every barricade and barrier. They shut down from Fifth Avenue all the way around 30 Rock. Yeah. I mean, the with whole bike rock rack, of there's every cop in the city is working like a, if you a wanna, 20 block radius. If you want to rob somebody in Brooklyn, do it that day. That's the day to do it. Because all NYPD counterterrorism, not a man, every manhole sealed. Men with machine guns. German shepherds everywhere. Yeah, it, was a, it was a scene. No garbage cans anywhere and they are no joke like so important to note that one of the other amenities offered by the mark hotel is car service service. oh so they go within like a 20 or 30 block radius which we were just on the cusp of so our foreign language speaking very polite german driver loaded us up in this beautiful jacked up range it was like a range rover all black all leather with like the celebrity roof. The, oh yeah, the really big cutout like glass, like you could see out the roof. So they roll me and my lady right, right down Fifth <laughs> Avenue, right up to Barricade, and he puts us out, and we walk about a, a half a block. We have our credential letter, our photo IDs. Now we say we're here for party. I will say whenever Julie deals with any person <laughs> in. Law enforcement or customer service or room service, room service <laughs> concierge level associates. She, a voice comes out of her that that I'm uncomfortable hearing, but I it's it's really high, and she says, "Excuse me, officer. Yes, officer. <laughs> we have credentials, officer. Yes, sir." Uh. I was like, "What the hell is this?" Because I know I can't be salty, dog. Salty <laughs> meanie from Buffalo. <laughs> She's the yin and yang. <laughs> I gotta put on a nicer, nicer presentation. So we go up to Lamani, which is this Mediterranean restaurant oh at forty-five Rockefeller Plaza, God. and it is literally like a, a stone's throw. From from the tree. It is so, Mediterranean. There's like a water fountain in, in the, the middle. middle of this huge restaurant. It's like an infinity it's pool. It's like an infinity pool. Yeah. 
So this party was probably at most 200 people. Oh, yeah, at most. And it was the top shelf premium. Open bar. Anything, anything you wanted. If you could think of some crazy custom mixologist cocktail, guess what? They had it. No, the first time I went up for drinks, I slipped a 20. Oh, yeah, and a wink and a smile. So that I knew that I'd get a DR due respect when I came up for refill. They had a DJ. A DJ, the Rockettes were there. When those Rockettes showed up, and we lost our marbles, and we made it our business to get to know those oh, Rockettes. We have some funny pictures of Julie posing with the Rockettes. The one girl was kind of saucy. She was I a like ginger. Her. Of course she was. So then there was a Frank Sinatra impersonator who was phenomenal. And then when he was done with his shtick, a super great DJ came on. So great that after a big full meal and open premium bar... And then and and after <laughs> Ann Snyder stepped out and we saw the tree light. Yeah. When I came back in after that blast of fresh air, it was all I needed to hit the floor. She found Jesus. <laughs> I've never seen I was orchestrating I was orchestrating a kick line. <laughs> I was singing at the top of my lungs. Anne was a rockhead. I, I mean <laughs> I didn't know what it the was ha- truly an out of body experience. Because guess what? Other than you, I never gonna see nobody again. Well, except for the couple we were seated <laughs> with that was... were so fun. Uh, I want to send him an email. Yeah, Ted and Beth Ted from and Beth California and... were so fun to sit with. We started drinking with Teddy and Beth, and then know, next oh thing God. you know, Ted shows us his Christmas display in his yard. He's that guy who wins the Christmas light fight, and. <laughs> And then it he turns gives all the out, money to charity. Beth says that they go to Vegas a lot on business. Well, I perked right up. What right business quick. are you in that takes you to Las Vegas? Gaming. He's in the gaming. He's tribal re- council retired from the gaming industry or so something. So he, we, uh, I've got to We hitched up our wagon him. to that train right quick. We made real fast friends with him. So even after all of that merriment, tree lighting, drinking, did I mention uh, open bar? No trip to New York would be complete without going to Russian <laughs> Samovar. We should take a break now. We better take a break because <laughs> we might need Sarah Potocol in <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> This is Snyder on Call. Be right back. I'm Julie. I'm Ann. (laughs) Trust a band, they're telling you suddenly it's Christmas in New York. So, welcome back. We were just talking about our our gala evening. Our endless night. Our endless night. In a city that never sleeps. It sure doesn't. But if you are a longtime listener of Snyder on Call, you've heard us talk on about other trips to New York City where inevitably we end up at this place called the Russian Samovar. This is a place that Julie was introduced to by a listener and feels the need to frequent every time we go there. And it is this weird Russian piano bar where they serve beef, stroganoff, and pickle platters with... And borscht. And borscht with chilled beluga vodka. So important to know that we, at least I, had already been extremely overserved. What were you drinking? 
Tangerine and Tonic. Oh, my God. She went from gin to vodka. She went around the world in 80 days. Wow. And we were delighted to find out that a really good friend of ours happened to be in New York City on business that very same night. And staying out at, like, the Marriott she, JFK. She was staying at the new TWA Hotel oh, yeah. at JFK, but would not miss an opportunity to, A, hit the mothership for some last-minute shopping. But if she was coming all that way, what are you girls doing after the gala? And, it was it was kismet. And mo- mothership was open until like ten or eleven because it was it she was sure the month was. of December. She gives the people what she wants. So we were in constant communication to say, <laughs> meet us at Russian Samovar at ten thirty. And there we arrived. <laughs> I think we walked there. Did we walk? Mm-hmm. I feel like we walked to Samovar. We walked to Samovar, and then we got a car service to get us. <laughs> let's just say. Well, first uh, of all, let's just say true to form, black and white Russian propaganda films with yes. like Russian subtitles. With some crazy Russian lady on the piano. Piano. I tipped her Those twin. were the days, my friend. We thought they'd never end. That was $20 as well. And she had on a raspberry beret. <laughs> now, and again, was had been disco dancing. Drinking. Uh, drinking. And a lot of Greek food in my gizzard. And all of a sudden I take her over to the Soviet Union and she goes, <laughs> <laughs> she started to drink those vodkas and the pickle platter and I had to order some food because I, I was I didn't nervous. go for the pickle platter. I tried the stroganoff when I could get my spoon in there. You and Sarah were lapping oh, it up like it was. the stroganoff was so good. I wouldn't know. They bring a crock of butter noodles and then another crock of like the beef and you mix uh, it up. Wow. So Anne just kept drinking. Well... <laughs> All of a sudden, Anne started to, like, really laugh and cry at the same time. And even though we were in a city that never sleeps. (laughs) It was time for night-night. And we were very anonymous, other than that Uh, Russian guy filming the whole bar. Remember, I kept saying we're being filmed, Anne. I'd love to say I remember, Julie, but I do not. (laughs) I said, Sarah Pogos, get a car. Julie, get a car. So I go onto my Uber app, and I realize since we're going to the mark, and I've got my friends so loaded that if we pull up in a Prius or a Toyota Corolla, they're not even going to let us in. You're going to need a shoehorn to get me out. So I go Uber Black, and I request, and we get a Cadillac Town Car. Is that what that was? (laughs) (laughs) So it says it's arrived, and I go out to greet the car, and I turn around, and Anne is not with me. God. And the Samovar is like two steps down, three steps down, like two landing, three down. The first three were easy. All I can tell you is somewhere between the South Pole and Siberia, Anne decided it was time just to take a little It was gray lady down. I went up the first three stairs and was laughing so hard that I fell. She went back down those three stairs. I went back down the three and Sarah was trying to get me up, but I was laughing so hard I was afraid I was going to pee. And then some stranger was trying to get in the bar, but he couldn't get past me. I (laughs) held my hand up and I said, take my 
Ireland. Well, that's one way to put yeah. it, Anne. I would say it was more like a, a one, two, three, up. One, two, three, up. And meanwhile, I kept saying to the town car, we're coming. She's coming. My friend is coming. We're coming. And so uh, finally, oh, Anne really got drunk. up and mobile. I like... I have never had to throw you into a car. I had to throw her. Oh, well, I'll say two to three nights a year I have. You let l- loose. I let her loose, and I was with my people. Yeah, you were it was safe. You good were safe. times were had by all. We get back to Ooh. hotel. Was that when we saw Rod Stewart? Yeah. Guess who was staying at our hotel? <laughs> Rod Stewart. <laughs> so we got back to hotel. He wanted to be seen. And we went nighty-night, but we knew we had to shop the next day on Madison Avenue. I mean, I don't know how much more we could tell of this story. All right, got to take another break. Yeah, but needless to say, I slept pretty soundly that night. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> a man Snyder. Bye. Find me on Broadway or at the ballet, and I'm five years old again. Well, friends, we slept off. That what's it called? Went a banger? What's bender? It a bender? Wow! Oh my god! I mean, if you could define a bender, it was Ann Snyder in New York City. Wow! The night the tree was lit, and everybody kept thinking <laughs> the tree wasn't the only thing that was lit. <laughs> everybody kept asking, like, "Did you see this? Did you see that?" You don't understand. We are not on the ice rink, and we are not in the studio audience. Oh, we are we're, not your carriage ride in Central Park. We have an agenda. We were far, far away from the tree, but we saw it get lit, and we went right back in, and we got lit. <laughs> so now it's day three, right? Yes. It's and day three. The main activity on day three. Three is that we have to present ourselves over at CBS Studios for yet another studio audience appearance. The Mel Robbins show, but that's at 115. So we're going to go Madison Avenue strolling. Yes, because we were conveniently located. Then we're going to go to Nordstrom, New York City flagship. Mm. Then we're going to go to Mel Robbins. And then we were going to go back to Nordstrom. We had dinner at the Lotus Club that night. Oh, we had dinner at the Lotus so we start strolling up Madison. Madison Avenue. Now, I'd be lying to our listeners, Julie, if I didn't say every bone in my body was hurting. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to walk. The first place we went was that candle store. Oh, God, that weird, what was it? Oh, dip, dip, teak or dip, Oh, my dip God. Teak. And then we, so I bought a couple of little candles that were fabulous. Then we went up. Then and we went to that drugstore. Like Zoodle Zaddles. Was like Zoodles. Zolito Rudels or I don't even know. Okay. Where's th- the bag? Three floors. <laughs> of amazing shit uh, you didn't know you needed. It, every comb <laughs> manufactured in the world. Every hairbrush. Every type of shampoo. Vera Bradley. Bandolini bag. Like it was. It every was makeup and serums jewelry. and lotions and potions. potions. Cashmere gloves, suitcases, uh, spanks. Uh, spa- it, it was insane. And, and a full functioning, full service pharmacy. In the back. <laughs> and about three floors. Second floor had gift wrap and ornaments. I and think gifts. the lady said they had been there for like 100 years. <laughs> and they're open 365 days. They never close. The third floor was a full toy store. Oh, my God. We did the first and second floor. We were there an hour and a half. Easily. We could not get enough of that place. And they couldn't get enough of us, quite frankly. And I guess the reality is if you live in New York City and you need a lipstick, 
you're not going down to Macy's Herald no. Square. You're going to Zoodly Loodly, whatever, whatever it's the name called. of it. So we loved it. I'll find the name and we'll post it. Um, it's like Zoltair. I don't or even think I took pictures though. So we left there and we went up to Ralph Lauren and we the went flagship Ralph Lauren Madison Ave. There's the men's store on the one side of the street. The children's store on another corner, and then the women's store. And part of that women's... And the women's store has the home store. Right. And part of that footprint is a coffee... Cafe. It's like a coffee cafe, and it's called Ralph. And it is the most delicious coffee, and then they have um, just little, little bites. Baked quiches. Um, what did you get? I had that coconut... She had like a, a piece of coconut cake at like 9.30 in the morning. I didn't care. It looked so delicious. I had quiche because I needed some kind of carb in me. Ugh. And it was so great. And all the things there were so beautiful. And the people who work there all have a certain look. And they're all head to toe Ralph Lauren. I mean, it was a gorgeous retail experience. But you experience. bring Big Red and Big Blonde in there. We break them all down. I'll tell you, we did. We, we get them all giggling. Everywhere we went, we were honest and authentic. And people dug it. People really Nowhere dug more it. than when we went over to Nordstrom Flagship. Oh, yeah. When we walked in and there was an Alexis Batar trunk show, and this gentleman took a liking to Anne. Troy. Hi, Troy. Troy <laughs> couldn't get enough of you. Troy was the representative for of the Alexis Batar. For and the trunk show. His jewelry, even though the name is Alexis, it's a him. And his jewelry is really cool. And, and he's got a collection, a personal collection of vintage pins and brooches Troy. that he showed us on his phone. But he was just salty enough that I let him get to my creamy center. And like, he, he liked my, he recognized that I was wearing a cashmere track pant. Oh, yeah, he did. It was a DR. He did. He, now, he noticed we were the real deal. The other thing about Nordstrom's is I had taken with me on this New York City trip, my sister had given me, because she lives in Arizona, a black chinchilla hoodie. I mean, it's like a, a coat, but it's a jacket. It's is not it black full. or is it auburn? It's almost plum. It's yeah, like it's, really there's beautiful. There's a purple hue to it. Like no animal is that color. And you're hot, you're cold, you're hot, you're cold. But I had it on and felt good in New York wearing it. But kind Until... of. Well, she kept on saying kind of like tongue in cheek, like giggling. I hope we don't see anybody from PETA. I hope there's no protesters. Well, sure enough, as we exited Nordstrom's to catch a cab to CBS for Dr. Mel Robbins. Is she a doctor? Well, anyway, the Mel Robbins show. There were easily 30 to 40 protesters also behind barricade but nothing like the barricade at the christmas street lighting true enough they had big posters and the nypd was there and they were screaming at the top of their lungs fur free nyc fur free nyc and their sign said nordstrom's stop selling fur and all these angry messages. So we exited out, and she, Julie saw them and, like, literally thought they were going to throw, like, tomato juice or pig's blood at her. She, like, had a full-on panic attack, and she said, they're coming after me! <laughs> and she ran right back into Nordstrom's. It was, like, one of those rotating doors, like the circular doors. <laughs> so, like, I came out, I heard protesters, I saw a poster, I went right back in, I said, Anne, 
and we got to find another way to get out of here. Oh, my God. We we're so nervous. Any real animal is not purple in color. All right. Well, let's finish this because I want to talk about um, Mel Robbins. Oh, yeah. Mel Robbins. So, anyway, <laughs> then we jumped in a cab and made our way to CBS, CBS Studios. Because we are those people. <laughs> Again, one iota, free ticket. We'll be right back. Yeah, making my wish list, but all I wish is for a Christmas in New York. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. One of the people that has really inspired me is Mel Robbins. We've talked about her before. I follow her on Instagram. She is no relation to Tony Robbins. And is a motivational speaker, life coach, lives in Boston, uh, is blonde and wears black horn rim glasses. So let's, let's tell the truth. So I really wanted to go and see her show. And I just think she's so witty. And I had I have not watched her show uh, because it's on during the day when I have my day job. Mm-hmm. But I convinced Anne that we would go at 1.30 it ended up being like we had to be in line at one fifteen. We didn't get out of there till four thirty. Easily, it was an all. It was a hell of a lot bigger time commitment than Ryan and Kelly. Yeah. So we get there and we're standing outside of CBS Studios, and doesn't the guy walk down and take a look at us and say, "Come on, ladies." Yeah. He pulled us. He pulled us. We got right up to front of line. Mm-hmm. Went through metal detector. Went in the room and had to sign waiver and release about, like, you may be asked about your personal life and you have to confess everything on this show and never hold us liable. I will say that Mel Robbins' studio was far superior oh, to yeah. Ryan and Kelly's yeah. as well. No disrespect. Newer. Newer. Much newer, much more modern. Yeah. Um, the seating arrangements were far superior. But unlike Ryan and Kelly, where, like, you're getting a bunch of housewives and Texas teens on a trip with their mom. and This This was a little bit more gritty-mitty. This was like, we need seat fillers, so I see you're out of work. Could you come stand online and be a filler in this audience? But then there were other people like Julie and I and some other big Mel Robbins fans. Well, the big Mel Robbins fans were in the row ahead of us from New Jersey with their coach. With their life coach. It was was like the Real Housewives of New Jersey and their life coach sat in the first two rows in front of us. With a lot of makeup and jewel tones. And all those peekaboo cold shoulder tops that I hate. (laughs) So the show, they have like a hype girl. She's like a comedian. comedian warm-up act. She comes out and she plays games and gives prizes and acts Dance trivia. contest. Now, I will take this opportunity to say, <laughs> even though Mel Robbins also encouraged the audience to wear bright colored jewel tone solid tops, after what I saw at Ryan and <laughs> Kelly, I was like, you know what? Uh-uh. Black uh, turtleneck. Black, black, and more black. And the blacker, the better. Well, didn't the hype girl hone right in on me as angry? And she goes, <laughs> you, you really got to smile. <laughs> I said, Anne, start pretending you're having fun because they're going to move us. <laughs> we were right in the center in the third row. Of course we were. Well, we had no idea what the topic was going to be. And we didn't even care. We were just on a TV show. Maybe we'd get a prize. (laughs) Maybe someone (laughs) would discover Snyder on Call at the next level. Don't you know the topic was the most sad, alarming, disturbing about a teenage... It was moms who are struggling with their angry teenage teenage sons. (laughs) (laughs) 
like, wait, is PJ going to come out? <laughs> this is an intervention. So oh the first God. mom came out and she shared a story about how her teen is out of control. And she told all these, you know, instances and examples. How bad he was. And rotten. But then so guess that, what? Guess what? Then she goes backstage and they bring angry teen out. And he's the saddest kid. He's so sad. Whose dad left them when he was young and whose mother has threatened to leave him repeatedly. If he doesn't cut it out and straighten up and fly right. And he's a really smart kid. And it was, all I know is that I started crying. And then people in the audience were crying. Not me, though. But <laughs> <laughs> people were crying. And because it was so sad. It and, was authentic. And I was so taken aback. But all of a sudden, I realized the cameraman was right on me. And I was doing like, she almost was, like William Hurt from Broadcast News. Like water was gushing I, out of her. Not me, though. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to find out when that airs because I'm sure it already aired, but we'll find out. Then the next angry teenage boy plays video games. And this really spoke to me. Well, she yeah, that mom came out and she was like, you know, she's got five kids or six kids and he's the oldest and he's her person and she relies on him to help her. She wasn't a single mom either, but no. dad seemed like he was checked out. So Mel Robbins had a real honest and authentic explanation about kids that play video games mm-hmm. and how smart they are and how they learn to think analytically and that they aren't at all isolated when they're on headsets. They're usually playing with friends, cousins, whatever. And she said, like, my own son is always gaming and he's gaming with his cousins. So she, it, it was very helpful to me, actually. So we finished that up, and it was like, do we go shopping, or do we just go back to the hotel? Guess what? Because we had I needed, dinner at Lotus. I needed a break. My physical plant was shutting down at this point. <laughs> I gave it the old college try. So Nordstrom. Now, I mean, I, I needed a break. So Anne did not want to go back to Mothership Nordstrom, so i got to make my own trip there in the future. But... <laughs> We had to get back to the room, and we had had some trouble with our key when we left. So I knew we had to take care of that situation right quick. What I didn't know is the rest of the story. And we're going to be right back to tell you about when Snyder on call almost got evicted. From the mark. From the mark. Oh, Santa Land is ready to debut. Macy's is so packed you can't get through. Welcome back to Snyder on Call, and welcome back to our adventure in New York City. So we'd spent the afternoon with Mel Robbins solving the world's problems, and we had to get back because, quite frankly, I needed to rally for the, the evening. She needed a nap. I needed a cat nap. So we had had a problem earlier in the day with our key, but we just thought it had been demagnetized, or we were going to deal with it when we got back from Mel Robbins. So we're back from Mel Robbins, and there was quite a few people around the registration desk and whatnot. So we headed up to our room to see if the key would indeed work some magic at this point. It didn't. It did not. But security, Maitre D, was out and about on our floor. So he, after I showed photo ID and and he validated that Anne and I were certainly not interlopers, allowed us access to room 303. We get into our room. And I realize there's a message uh, on the phone, but before I can even get to it, Anne is wiped out on the bed. That's like, right. Out. Lights out. Pretty soon, as Anne was snoozing and newsing, and I was drinking ice water because did I mention the ice was still fresh? <laughs> there was a 
Hello, Mrs. Schneider. Hello. I need to come in. It's Timothy from the business office. Now, didn't you call him T-Bone by the end of the night? <laughs> by the end of the night, I was calling him T-Bone, and he sent Mrs. Schneider some flowers. Oh, we'll yeah. Get, we'll get to that. So T-Bone... <laughs> I allow him in, and I said, T-, he goes, uh, how did you? Timothy. He said, how did you get access? I said, oh, my God, security, because our keys aren't working. He goes, we have you down to be checking out today, and it's already 530. That was enough to get me to sit straight up in my so, bed. And- <laughs> I was like, what, what? <laughs> I said, oh, no, I paid for th- the third night. This was a travel package. The two nights were included. Two nights were included. Now, I had gotten a whiff that the rooms there start at 650 a night. I had paid through the travel agency when I won the package, 175 for a third night at the special but travel through, through agent the rate. travel agent. But I paid the travel agent. I put it on my Ritz Carlton Visa because yeah. <laughs> I had to let Timothy know that I had paid for it. And he said, "Well, do you have a contact at this?" This trip broker. I Did mean, I mention our room is dimly lit and I am like sitting up in bed now and she is like. And it's just one queen bed. It's just one queen bed, of we course. We don't care. I said, Timothy, let me find a number. So I call the broad in L.A. that booked the whole trip. And Hello. guess what? Again, she goes right to her fancy voice. <laughs> My name's Julia Snyder, and I've booked an additional room. <laughs> she goes through the whole story in that voice. Well, the one girl was out until, like, the next week. So this broad was like, let me look into it. And who do I call back? I said, you know what? Don't call me back. Call Timothy back because we can't possibly leave. And Timothy's like, well, this room is spoken for for tonight. Yeah, by me. And so I was like, oh. <laughs> so we got. I got so worked up. So then Timothy retreats to the business office to await the call from the gal <laughs> from the place. And we start, like kind of talking about scenarios like <laughs> like uh, where would we go could we pack all this craziness up like we should we sleep at the lotus should Club? we stay at the lotus should we go right to airport like we start hashing it out i'm getting a little panicked because our flight wasn't until like one o'clock the next day and we had planned a late a late morning a french mm-hmm. coffee of course we did and meanwhile we were both like scurrying through our email inboxes trash files right. like trying to find the confirmation for from the lady. For night number three. Lo and behold, we find it. Just as, guess who's back at the door? Mrs. Snyder, it's Timothy. So by now I say, come on in, T-Bone. Like, we in it together, baby. Like, <laughs> T-Bone. And again, every- he was the most refined, buttoned-down individual. in New York can't get enough of Anne because, like, nobody's going to be more direct. Authenticity. So she started calling him T-Bone and tell him that's going to be his name. He could not be more apologetic. He was horrified. And he, he said- it was complete disconnect between the travel agency. We've and got our it all figured office. out, Mrs. I'm so sorry. And I said, if you need, if this room's spoken for, I will move. He goes, really? You would do that? I said, well, of course, as long as it's an upgrade. Yeah, naturally. I mean, I I'll move want, anywhere for I, upgrade. I want to go to that Kim Kardashian suite yeah, again. Had, if you, I told, oh, I was quizzing him on that too. I wanted to know all whoa. about them. And he said, Chloe's. He, the, no, he said Kylie was the worst. Oh yeah, Kylie. Was he said bad. they were all very lovely. It was Kylie that was the pain in the butt. 
So then we asked about what room Rod Stewart was in, and he wouldn't. He, he wouldn't said, budge. I said, uh, let me ask you this, T-Bone, before you retreat. <laughs> Did I see a certain Rod Stewart down in the lobby? And he said, with his, who? And with I said, Rod daughter. Stewart. And he said, who? And we just giggled. It was an agreement between us. I said, was he with his daughter? So anyhow, so now we're ready for dinner at the Lotus, and this is a reciprocal. And Anne and I have been there, but ten years before, when we moved daughter Paige in for her internship in on the Upper New West York Side, yeah. Harper College. So it's a return to the Lotus, and that's the photo that we posted on our Facebook in page in front of that beautiful tree and the lobby and the foyer and the foyer and the lobby, and it was magnificent. We had. Again, the car service took us. Of course he did. And we had a beautiful dinner. We so I had the great. mushroom bisque. What did you have? I had the wedge salad and then oh, I had beautiful. I think I had chicken. Oh, it was so delish. It was really good. I think I did I have the scallops or the shrimp that night? Mm, shrimp there. And I didn't think. we split a dessert? We did. Bread pudding or something. We could not get enough of that place. And, and they then, couldn't get enough of us. And and <laughs> I think we just took an Uber back. We're, we did. Yeah. The next morning we get up and guess what? We're going to go get a cup of coffee and I want to take pictures of the windows of Bergdorf before we check out. Mm-hmm. We grab a quick cab down to Fifth, down Fifth Ave. We get off at Bergdorf's. Then we cross over, and I'm dying for a cup of coffee. Mm. Guess what? Trump Tower, <laughs> wide open. Well, no I waiting. Say, well, no waiting to get in to go through like a military beatdown. Flak vest, everything. Yeah, like federal officers, New York City police officers, Trump brand security. CIA. Like, it was, you had to go through metal detector, show your purse, open your coat. We don't care because we For like we a think, cup of crappy coffee. We think there's a coffee and a quiche and an avocado toast. Mm. There's also the Trump candy store, the Trump golf store, the, the Trump, Trump gift shop, store. the Trump sweet shop. Like, I mean, it has his name and it's that. The thing about Trump Tower, it was really in in the 80s when that orange marble. It's very garish and it's brassy. Dated. And it's dated. dated for sure. So the last stop on the trip was beloved Saks Fifth Avenue. <sighs> and who knew they opened at 9 a.m.? Miss Julie knew. We went right in and we went right to the shoe department. Where they were waiting for her. And didn't you know that the Roger Vivier loafer... Was on sale. On she the had sale to rack. have it. And I was a little nervous because I was very near my credit limit on that card. But lo and behold, they found them. They're going to ship them. Have they arrived yet? Yeah. Okay. And I wore, I wore them actually yesterday. They looked really good. I, I also found a gift for Miss Cindy there. The, oh, the, yeah. Did she like those? She loved them. Those the fingerless sweet. gloves yeah. with like the little Persian mohair. So a couple of things. One is when we were in Macy's, they have a special boutique for who? Mark Jacobs. And I was delighted because I have two of the Mark Jacobs camera bags. They also come with the the web strap, which is a bit cumbersome. And wouldn't it be nice to find a gold strap? What did I find, Anne? A gold chain strap. 
and look at how fat I brought this into studio. I love that. Look how fabulous. That's a beautiful bag. Right? Yeah. So I love it the bag, great. but now that I have this strap, you're it's good to go. So dressy. You're good to go. The other thing that we found at the market at Macy's, which is sort of an experiment of Macy's to do startups in smaller quantities. These were right out of the Shark Tank, I think. These are called Sheer Techs. S H E E R T E X. And ladies, this is only for ladies. Sheertex.com. S H E E R T E X.com. Sheer Techs are tights, but they look like hosiery. They last. They are like so hardcore. I I can't. I think you have to jump off the garage to get into them. It doesn't matter. They're so good. They're made of polyurethane nylon spandex, and they are so great that I didn't care that they were fifty nine dollars. Because the other thing I like about them is they come in these great sizes. I'm tall, extra large, light nude, classic. I'm not trash. I'm recyclable. Sheer text. S-H-E-E-R-T-E-X. It says, can't break me. One tough cookie. Come on, strong. I am my strong suit. Can't break me. Oh, one tough cookie. These yeah. were worth every dollar. And now are I Are they still holding more. their own? Yeah, they okay. are. So, and because it is the holidays, I'm going to show you a few other things. My daughter, Paige, gave me... The J. Crew love beautiful uh, earrings. All right, pause. The kids are lined up everywhere, spilling out into the square. Suddenly, it's thanks for that quick break. In my goodness, I was so carried away showing you my gifts. Look at this from my other daughter. This is Lele Sidhu. Oh, that's beautiful. Isn't that gorgeous on really the green? Pretty. And I feel like that's a whole new style. That's a bell ringer. And last but not least, my sister Anne. I was already looking at that. Like that? Silk Peau de Soie evening bag. I mean, it is stunning. Is this like a It's a, a pale, clasp. Open it. Like a pal blue. Yeah. I mean. Isn't it gorgeous? It's stunning stunning so I didn't really my husband and I said we were not going to give each other gifts and although I did give him like stocking stuffers and just a few things we really we we just don't need anything same at our house stocking stuffers only yeah so after all the Christmas gifts had been given and the beautiful card had been read my husband said there's one more gift oh my gosh it was like Oh, my God. And he said, "It's hang on. And he went in the front closet. Oh, no. I thought, oh, my God, I'm finally getting a fur. He bought me a fur. What? Wrong. Oh. Out came a 60-inch television that he had <laughs> in the front, in the front hall. Look what I got you. I go, wait, what? What? Huh? You bought me a TV? 60 inches. Do you know it's already set up? The, the Because between my son-in-law and my husband, they can't help themselves. Remember the year that you uh, thought he, you were getting uh, a string of pearls and he gave uh, you the a... Car, the Cutco <laughs> knives. The Cutco steak knives. Jesus, <laughs> Mary. But you know what? Christmas is... This time of year, I, you know I love it. I know. And I, I think the older we get, like the less stuff we I don't need, need or want. Like, We've had... Party upon party upon open house. Leftovers and alcohol and dips made with cream cheese. Ugh. When we uh, end, we're going to talk about our New Year's 
resolution. We're going to talk about what 2020 is going to bring, and quite frankly, not just the year, but the decade ahead, Anne. Sure. Are you ready? I'm ready. Before we end our Christmas segment, though. Oh, yeah, you have your gift. Yeah, go ahead and open. I feel the need. Now, Anne and I don't give gifts, and Anne actually gets mad at me. but Because she gives gifts, and we say we don't give gifts. But that's my love language. So oh, that's how I, t- I tell you that weird. I love you. That's weird. Well, I don't care. Okay, what is the shapers? Oh, the Leah Michelle. She was the musical guest on Ryan and Kelly. This is Leah Michelle. Christmas in the city. Now the case is cracked because I ordered five of them from Amazon and mm. they all came jam crammed mm. in a padded envelope and got like crushed. But the, the music is great. Now, I, do people still listen to CDs? In my car. Okay. I'll give it a whirl. You're going to like it. Okay. Now this feels like a book. You know how I feel about reading. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a fad. I think it's gonna. I think it's just a fad. Okay, what's this? What is this? This is. I thought you were the author. (laughs) The name of this book is "Dear Asshole." One hundred and one tear out letters to the morons who muck up your life. This is the best gift ever. Read one. Okay. Read one. Here's one. These are letters. Unfiltered collection of 101 tear-out letters to the idiots you are forced to encounter on a daily basis. I love it. This one is called Dear Asshole Backseat Driver. (laughs) If I'm driving, quote, too fast, it's only because I can't stand to be in the car with you any longer. You're making me nervous with your theatrics, clutching your seatbelt for dear life, and slamming your foot on the imaginary brake pedal every time you want me to slow down. And that's before we've even left the driveway. I know what I'm doing, so get off my case. Stop frantically asking me about the status of my blinker and enjoy the ride. And next time, you can drive, because I'd rather walk there than listen to one more lecture about tailgating. Back off. (laughs) P.S. How much slower do you want me to drive? We just got passed by a fatty on a razor scooter. <laughs> I love that. So I felt that for your uh, juvenile sense of humor, that this book, I, I just had to get that book for you. His, uh, I mean, featuring such classics as Dear Asshole Gossiper, Dear Asshole Lifeguard. Dear asshole weatherman on TV. <laughs> oh, this dear asshole mean drunk. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I like this a lot. So, Anne, I want you to enjoy Thank that, you. and I we're going to come back and wrap up. All right, all right, we'll be right back. It's Christmas in New York. Well, Anne. Welcome back. Another year older, another year wiser. And now we get ready for 2020. We are going to revision. We are going to have purpose. We are going to refocus. And I think we're going to start all over again. I mean. Well, I think that January always brings a reset. But this is a new decade. You and I have been on such an adventure, really, from 2018 on when we took on 
probably something that neither of us really believed we could do. When, when I lost 50 and you lost 100. Yeah. And we have found some of those pounds yeah. again. Or they have found us. But They we, always find their way back home. Well, but they're not. We're not where we started. No. Number one. No. And number two, I feel like most addicts, you have to have a couple of relapses before you're really ready to double down and transform. And I know that really the last six months, which is when I've gained the weight that I have gained. And again, I have not gained back 50, Mm -hmm. but I've gained back enough to know I don't want to be this size. Right. I also don't have any clothes anymore that fit me in my we old We sure size. did get cocky, didn't we, getting rid of those clothes? Oh, we per- <laughs> well, not going back there. Never going to need these again. Let's get rid of all these clothes and donate them to women who need jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go buy my clothes <laughs> We need our clothes back. <laughs> but I do, we are going to start, we're going to reset. I can't do it until I get back from Naples, Florida. I've got a cat transport next weekend. But really, January 15th, Martin Luther King Day. It's on. Is that Martin Luther King in January? Yeah. 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 That's what we're going to. We have a dream. And we're going to do it in. MLK, my life is keto. So that's that's what it is. We're just going to go back to clean eating because honestly, the the holidays are so gluttonous. Toxic. I don't need another anything. I don't, Seriously. I mean, I love my Prosecco, but I'm getting too old now where I pay the next morning, the next day, my muscles ache, the toxicity of all the alcohol, my mm-hmm. liver. I just, I really feel like I've never been more in control mm-hmm. than when you and I were like the top of our game. Mm. Where we failed was in maintenance. Yeah. Establishing a cheat day and figuring out how to do the cheese right. and bread on opposite so there's like yeah. some we got we got too comfortable too yeah quick. we got too right comfortable back too into quick. our old ways yeah i do know that 2020 is going to be an important reset and also very demanding career wise very demanding personal wise our our boys are getting to be grown and flown they're starting to look at colleges we have that ahead of us but I'll tell you what also we have, Anne. Mm. We have our faith, we have our family, and we have our friends. Wow. And that's really what's most important, right? Here, here. All right. And if you're a listener to Snyder on Call, we appreciate your listenership. We thank you. The journey continues. We will get back on air far more frequently. We had to take hiatus. There was just... I mean, career, jobs, life, we just couldn't get in studio. And we're going to recommit. We're going to work on that. We're going to recommit and get in the Apple store. Because when we met that couple. Am I keeping you up? (laughs) No, I mean, just when we met that couple from, where are they from, Texas? California. California. He went, he went right on the Apple Store app. And he was trying to download us, and we're like, oh, no. We're no, not there. We're not there. But I think we're ready. I think we're going to upload this as our first one on the Apple Store. Oh, wow. And okay. So for listeners. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. I'm going to go down and watch my new TV in. We, uh, we're going to go to a Sabres game tonight, a nice. little hockey. The journey continues. Right on. Happy New Year to everyone, to you as well. Thank you for my gifts, the gift of your friendship, your never-wavering loyalty to me and all the magic that is me. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, A, we've got to go back to New York, but really, Anne, 
Uh, I think they need a break from me for Vegas. a while. <laughs> Vegas, baby. I don't know. You've seen what I can do in New York with and, some alcohol. And you want to see. I mean, I we haven't even talked about Vegas and Madonna. but I, I want to talk about that Earth, Wind, and Fire trip. Oh, yeah. That's I coming in May. i down with that. All right. Let me oh. look at the cost of text. I'm just saying. All right. Okay, pal. All right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Snyder on call. I'm Julie. And I'm Ann. Thank you for listening. Thanksgiving Day's been put away And the finalities have floated to the ground But landing on a bed of snow feels warm somehow We've said goodbye to all the friends and family We'll soon see again Go to sleep and wake up to a brand new scene Then suddenly, Rockefeller's covered in the lights Families are playing on the ice From Harlem to the Battery, every corner's bustling Suddenly, it's Christmas in New York Rockets are warming up their cooks Radio City sold out of all of their tickets The windows on Fifth Avenue are dressed up and they're telling you Suddenly it's Christmas in New York Find me on Broadway or at the ballet And I'm five years old again Making my wish list but all I wish is For another Christmas in New York Oh, Santa Land is ready to So packed you can't get through The kids are lined up everywhere Spill-